0: And welcome to Sutra Side Talk, episode 158. I am your host, Kamran Shustar, and with me is... James Seelig. I uh, am COVID negative now. Uh, I feel pretty much the same as I was before. Mm, completely fine. And uh, just have a lingering cough that's just kind of like annoying every now and again, but that's about it. You might even might even get a chance to hear it on the show. We'll see how it goes. And it could be uh, here for anywhere from a uh, couple weeks to... a uh... A few months who knows
1: till forever maybe oh no, huh? boy yeah
0: just like <laughs> that wasn't actually it that was that was a fake one guys it was fake
1: no at least like it was just a mild case for you so could yeah. have could have been worse yeah it could have been much worse of course
0: but yeah this is uh future side talk uh, we're back again uh we talk what we've been watching what we've been playing and select uh news here and there when we have something to talk about this week we do not but what we do have is some gaming talk that we're finally going to get back to uh, three months later when it was originally planned to be one month later. But shit yeah. happened. So if you guys remember, we did the Destiny to the Witch Queen expansion part one episode. We had Andreas on and everything else. And it was great. And we're like, we'll be back in like a month. Cause Talked it, about
1: it for like two hours. It was
0: like in April. And I'm like, yeah, we'll do it end of May or sometime in June. Uh, Well, it's July now and uh, mid-July at this point. (laughs) So we kind of came in late. To the year's already
1: more than half over. That's fucking crazy. Don't remind
0: me. Uh, We also have the fact that uh, Andreas can't make it. Uh, He uh, has other work to do and what little free time he has uh, doesn't need to be here. It's okay. Um, Guy's got a lot of work. And uh, otherwise, it'll just be the two of us. Maybe we'll eventually get someone else to fill in as an extra seat for Destiny since we'll always probably talk. At least, like I said, three to four episodes a year will probably be either dedicated or at least have inclusion of a Destiny season in it. Though I think the expansion ones will be the big episodes and then the seasonal will be like just part
1: of an episode, more likely. It's crazy that Bungie can keep this game going like consistently. To the point where we can have like entire episodes, multiple entire episodes each year just on like what's happening in Destiny.
0: Yeah. And because we don't really have news and I think this will go by faster than the last episode because of two things. One, I think there's we got a lot of the main stuff out of the way, uh, like the story and uh, the previous season as well and whatnot. Uh, there was also three of us and we we're putting in a lot of thought into that. And Andreas is really helping out there with a lot of interesting thoughts. So I think this will go faster, but uh, we'll go through this time, the uh, 30th anniversary that we had missed last time. Uh, We'll also go through uh, certain aspects of Witch Queen that we did not cover, which is pretty much covering uh, Void 3.0. I think I called it 2.0 last time. I was incorrect. It was 3.0. The Raid, or at least talk somewhat about it. Uh, The Preservation Mission, which is also... Kind of an add-on of the raid a little bit. It'll probably take the least amount of time to talk about uh, the investigation board, the exotic weapons, uh, then uh, season of the risen, which came in hand in hand with the expansion, followed by just kind of what we're doing now in Destiny, or maybe not doing now in Destiny, or lack thereof. Yeah, in we'll we'll get to that.
1: Um, I I feel like kind of bad about this episode because I feel like I didn't do my homework because there's a lot that I, <laughs> we're gonna be talking about that I still haven't gotten to yet, but I'm just like. It's been too long. Just tell me. I'm like,
0: have you done anything for this season? Like, I still missed stuff from last season. I'm
1: like, like, I I watched videos on people doing it, I swear.
0: Yeah. So Uh, we'll see what we can do. Uh, Obviously, I won't hold back, even if uh, certain people haven't gotten through parts. But yeah, don't
1: worry about it. It's for me, like the, the fun of playing Destiny is like there's a little bit of that, you know, seeing a raid firsthand or like seeing a dungeon firsthand for the first time. But For me, it's more just, like, it's just really fun to play, so I don't really care about there being spoilers on certain things, like the dungeon at this point. I just, like, it still would be fun to play at some point if I ever make time to do it. Yeah. So, uh, I guess let's... We'll go right
0: into it. Um, I'm gonna save other game talk a little bit for when we're talking about what we're doing now in Destiny anyway, because it'll kind of go hand in hand with it, if anything. But... You know, starting off here, we have the thirtieth anniversary that had come out, and the interesting part about it was it was like a whole separate thing. It was separate from the season pass It was just its own thing entirely, and it cost like thirty bucks, yep, and a lot of people were like, what the fuck why is this so much? like
1: it's I- also really unclear like how long it was gonna last or
0: whatever yeah, uh which you know it's still here at first you're thinking like well what's the duration it's going to be going on because it launched a season before witch queen like this happened yeah. during season of the loss that it came in some
1: people like I, I was one of the people that was like is it gonna go away with witch queen because like a lot of stuff is going away with which when witch queen shows up so that was part of the confusion yeah
0: what i think is it's gonna stay for the very minimum is one year but what I think is going to happen is it will be as around as long as the expansions are around. So, let's say it All came right. after Beyond Light. Right now, we just lost Forsaken. That's gone. We still have Shadowkeep and Beyond Light. So, I think Shadowkeep might lose next year. I'm not too sure. Uh, at the same time, I don't think they're going to take the moon away. But, uh, but they might take away the story for that. I'm not I'm not sure. Anyway. That'd be weird. Yeah. I don't I don't know. It's something we could talk about later. But I think if that goes, we'd still have another year before Beyond Light goes and then another year before thirtieth anniversary goes. I think thirtieth anniversary would leave around the same time the Witch Queen goes out of the system if they I can see that. take it away. So I I'm pretty sure it'll be here to stay for a while, even though now it doesn't drop pinnacles anymore for the dungeon, which fucking sucks, but whatever. Um $30 for that shit it, it comes with a lot of stuff so I guess we'll start with the activity first is Dares of Eternity which is very interesting it's like a game show I that Zer this. hosts
1: yeah I love it I love that it's like a cheesy game show that's being put on what seems like for the enjoyment of the nine yeah and yeah Zer is like he seems to be aware that he's not going to remember any of it and but he's just like yeah whatever I have to do it anyway so just like enjoy it i guess he's pretty much he
0: tells the player like enjoy this for me remember for me for unfortunately i will not be able to and i've really enjoyed he actually i think in one portion he does say like i've really had a lot of fun doing this and it's gonna suck that i don't get to remember this uh it actually was kind of fucked up when you really read into it he's
1: zur is like one of the most interesting and sad characters in destiny possibly because he's like literally a slave to the nine and he doesn't seem to have any free will of his own and like i don't know i don't know how that's gonna end for him or if it will
0: yeah and it's funny because you still have in two locations simultaneously like you'll have him there and then on the weekends he'll be in wherever the fuck when you get certain exotics from him but uh you have Zer. you have star horse who is this uh cosmic horse who pretty much is like and it's great actually it's like ridiculous it's like the horse demands you do this shit and then yeah. the horse be like and then
1: he like speaks for the horse
0: yeah and the horse just like neighs a lot and you know for a fact that it was someone in Bungie that made that sound effect that did that horse sound and i'm like the first thought would be that another sound designer made that sound or that or they found someone in the studio that was just like hey what does your horse sound like or they knew someone that could do a great horse impression and that's just kind of what happened because i know i just know they wouldn't go get an actor for that it was someone in the studio that made that sound and it's fantastic uh they also made a great star horse shirt that i don't remember if i bought or not because it looks like a fucking iron maiden concert t-shirt oh yeah i remember that it looks amazing yeah like an 80s rock album
1: yeah it's so so fucking good uh Plus, I like. I just find dares fun to play too.
0: So dares is interesting. It's got three different phases in it. Like the first. Unless you phase, play as much as you did. Yeah. It, it, oh my fucking god! The amount I played. I, I hate. Honestly, by the end of it, I fucking hated that mode. But it's not the developer's fault or anything like that. Can, well, actually, no, it is. But a little bit. <laughs> kind I of. Mean, yeah. No, it <laughs> is. Uh, the way. So they the ranking system they have for dares is very very slowly. Uh, they I think they took away bounty xp so when you do bounties they only give it to like your season pass and your overall level and whatnot but it doesn't affect your let's say if it's a uh, dare's bounty or one of the Zer's bounties from that location it doesn't help you with the rank you're getting with Zer for doing specifically only dares and it kind of sucks
1: yeah the bounties were for like more loot based stuff yeah i remember it's been a
0: while so you're stuck doing potentially at the very least i think if i remember correctly at the very least 80 or so dare runs and that can get very exhausting like incredibly exhausting you're doing it over and over and over and
1: over well especially since you mentioned you get more experience out of it or more rank experience if you don't break your streak. Yeah, you have to just they don't keep tell you that either, which that personally frustrates me. Yeah,
0: there's like the, the, if you know, like you do Crucible or Gambit or something, you see the little streak thing that happens yeah, when win you win stuff. Uh For others that aren't necessarily competitive, like strikes and dares and things like that, there are still streaks, but it's more of a um, playing the activity streak. And when you switch off to another activity that doesn't, like the only ones that don't counter is when you go to like the tower or the helm but i believe if you go to another planet or you do another activity you break your streak because you're doing something else and then you have to go back to zero and then work your way up which you know the higher streak you have the more xp you're getting for that specific vendor so for zer getting to level 16 is a very 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 torturous thing to do luckily it's not like a season lock thing you like you could do it as much as you want and then go into the next season and keep going uh the reason you do this, though, is because there is an exotic sidearm you have, which I want to save the weapons for after talking. Well, actually, mm, I'll talk about the weapons now, actually. So... all right, Forerunner? Was it Forerunner you got yeah. him? So, the whole thing with the 30th anniversary, I'll get back to Dares in just a second, but you get all these weapons that are themed after games that Bungie has made, and that's actually a really cool thing. You know,
1: it's Dude, the battle rifle and the hand cannon are my fucking favorite. You have a <laughs> lot of
0: Halo weapons. You have Marathon weapons. It's just really fun, and other things like you have themed ships and Sparrows and whatnot. Some I don't even recognize because I don't. I never really played Marathon, so I'm like, I don't yeah. know what this is. I
1: pl- I remember playing Marathon very briefly, or like a demo of it when it came to Xbox Live on 360 years ago. But I remember being like, Oh, so it's like Doom, sort of, but not Doom okay so and i kind of bounced off of it so you have
0: um i guess you have all these different weapons and whatnot and the coolest ones you know are like the pulse rifle it's the bxr it's supposed to be the battle rifle from halo it's really fucking mm-hmm. good it's a great i think a solar it instantly became one of my favorite battle rifles in this game yeah it's a solar battle rifle it's fantastic there are um other weapons like instead of the needler you have a pulse rifle, not battle rifle <laughs> yeah uh well i mean it's called the battle you know yeah yeah well, it's, it's just but yeah. um instead of the needler you have uh shit what was it um i can't remember what they had instead of the i think it was either the needler or the carbine i think they had a car you know like the covenant they did carbine, have a carbine like, a instead of it was a trace rifle which is really cool it's a void yeah. trace rifle and it worked really well um maybe they didn't have the needler i don't actually remember anymore but they had two swords so were supposed to be like the energy swords No, they sword already had the dealers, dealer. it's Telesto. Oh god, don't don't remind me. <laughs> but there's the half truths and and full truth, I think. It was either half truths and half lies or uh, half truth and full truth. And it's a purple and a white energy sword, it's supposed to be like the Right. uh of course, elite swords that you get and I don't remember which one's which. I think half true one of them had a specific modifier called like eagle something and what it does is it'll allow your sword to thrust you forward at a ridiculous Uh, length to the point where basically energy
1: sword charge it's no longer called
0: half truths or hair full truth but whatever the name was it is instead now called funny sword uh by people and (laughs) people in my clan and others they just call it funny sword and that sword is a very very painful sword because you can be using that fucking sword and we were we were using it for a i i think one of my clan mates was using it in we were trying to do a flawless garden of salvation run i hadn't played gardens of salvation in so long because it's just an older raid i don't touch i met my clan clan quota for it so i'm like oh, i'm not gonna touch this i have like you know shit ton of clears for it it's fine And I have everything I've ever needed for it. There's literally nothing I want from it at this point. And we go on and I'm like, I'll do the uh the flawless run, i w I'll take the shaders, like that's cool. And when we're doing it, we every now and again we'll wipe from something stupid and we'll go back. And one of my clanmates is like, you know what, I'll just put on funny sword in the beginning. This man puts on funny sword. He thrusts forward and he fucking dies because he hits a wall and just kills himself
1: wait it can kill yourself it can kill
0: you yes you can die from like uh Uh, from uh just damage of
1: basically blasting forward so the physics Mm -hmm. like the destiny physics just like literally rocket propel you fast enough we were stuck in the uh, very first easy
0: phase of garden i mean the entire entirety of garden is kind of pretty fucking easy at this point we were stuck there for like two hours in the first area. Oh my god! For, why? <laughs> because he kept killing himself with funny sword, and at and first it was funny. He refused to take it off. And yeah, he was. He refused to take it off, and I think we literally gave up. Something happened. We got through at a certain point, and then someone died. And you know, when someone dies in the flawless run, you just start over. So yeah, uh, I remember that
1: still counts. <laughs> he
0: would He literally was like, "I won't do it." If I don't get to use funny sword. And we're just like. Dude why are you being a a piece of shit about this. I won't say who it is. He knows who it is. No one in my classmates listens to us, So it's okay. But it was just like the worst. And I came to hate that sword. Even if it's got the cool fucking thrust. I'm like that thrust is nothing but bad luck. And it just causes unnecessary death. That I don't want to deal with. But yeah there's that sword. And then uh, the main gun is Forerunner. Which is a sidearm that is the halo handgun uh yeah the, the magnum yeah halo magnum from combat like one of the Evolved. greatest
1: guns in all of video game history depending on who you ask it is
0: a magnum with a scope on it and it's fucking amazing and it's actually hilarious because i think bungie got this gun and then 343 couldn't use it because if you look in halo infinite you do not have the magnum in that game you have some other shitty pistol i don't remember what the fuck it was but there is no magnum there and i'm like dude did bungie take the pistol away and now they have the magnum and only they have it because it's basically it is the exactly the halo gun
1: exactly how it is oh yeah it's so perfect it's like it's funny because you you could probably expect that bungie who built it like the first time they might be able to figure out how to rebuild it in another game but they did it so well that it's, it literally feels like they just ripped it straight out of Halo, yeah. put it into Destiny, and it, like it sounds right, it it feels, feels right. right. The fact that it's like exotic uh, ability is like extra headshot damage. It does a shit ton of damage yeah. too.
0: And the cool thing about it, it's a kinetic weapon, but it takes special ammo. It's the only sidearm that takes special ammo, which is very interesting because that otherwise it's OP, and because the whole thing now is uh. If you're using just the white ammo, the primary ammo, uh, it is unlimited. Like, you don't have to worry about mm-hmm. getting it anymore. That was, like, a thing they changed eventually. I think it would. they they changed it within Destiny 2 because there was a while you could yeah. still run out of I think it was, like, ammo. literally within the
1: last couple seasons or something.
0: Yeah, they <laughs> you could run out of ammo with every fucking gun. That's That was the world. But uh, it, it works really well. I love the shit out of it. But there was, like, a catalyst that you don't actually really need. I can't even remember what the catalyst does anymore at this point, but uh, the catalyst was achievable through Xur's rank tree, uh, ranking up with him, and you could get it pretty much at your reset. Uh, When you can reset Xur's reputation, uh, you could get the catalyst. It was like right before a reset or something like that, one little rank below it, but basically rank 16. And that is why myself and many others chose to kill themselves (laughs) churning out runs into dares and like just running dares over and over and over. And like I said, dares is interesting. It's got three phases. This first one is like, Oh, you spin the wheel, you find out what enemies you got. Is it taken? Cabal, Hive, fallen, Vex. You don't really know. And it's going to change for each one. And phase two is like the same thing, but it's like inside a a different area. And, to go from area to area, there's actually like an obstacle course you have to run through. And you can either get to the high point and you like gain Star Horse's favor running through it. Or you get the low point. You still get stuff, but you're like, you're a loser. You didn't get the right thing. Um And there's two obstacle courses. There's also like, a guess, the right door you're going to go through. And that door will tell you which enemy you're facing. Like, oh, if you go through this store it's gonna take you to this completely different area that <laughs> sorry has a, a vex boss this one will have a high boss which is actually fucking crota and this one will have a cabal boss so those are usually the three final bosses uh that you can shoot that will basically be chosen in the i believe rotate weekly if it was like the legend version uh but i think you could get different ones if it was just regular but uh you would guess the door, and if you're wrong, it just goes like, wah, 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 and it has like a little cloud
1: above you, and if you get it right, it's like, Star Horse's favorite. Yeah, remember, comes. like, you could vote, like, each person could vote on who they think the, um... wasn't what voting, it was guessing. So, huh. it could, you could be the one guy
0: in one circle, and the majority's in another, yeah. and you get it right. They, get, they all got it wrong. Um, so it doesn't really matter, it, it, it's, as long as you stand in one of the three, uh you'll see which one you get um but it doesn't matter how many are on a platform at all all six of you could be on one platform all lose or all win uh it just is kind of random like that overall the activity is really fun uh until you do it to death and then you just get tired of it but that's like anything else in this world uh i do like it maybe
1: like they expected you to do all this over the course of like a year or maybe two and that's why you maybe got more burnt out than they were hoping a lot of people got that catalyst way before i did so it's like a whole whole thing well that's the thing is like people are gonna definitely rush to to like get everything they can as fast as they can but like bungie might not have meant like when they set it to like what you say like 80 some odd uh rounds of of dares you might have to do for this catalyst pretty much they might have been like well, if we want people to do this over a year, like, that's not that bad. That's, like, maybe one or two a week.
0: <laughs> nope. It's no, but no one did that. <laughs> yeah. It's, but uh, the cool thing, it has a good purpose now, though, even though it's, like, I don't plan on playing it anymore at all. There's no point for me to play it. Uh, I literally told people, I'm like, I'm never touching this ever again. Mm-hmm. But there was an area in the uh, Shattered Throne dungeon called Thrallway. And it was like an infinite spawn of the Shadow Thrall. And that's where people would farm uh, exotic kills to get their catalyst finish, to masterwork their Mm. catalysts. And I think they fixed it, so now you can't uh, do that anymore. And what I think, honestly, with the amount of enemies and the amount of ammo boxes you get that pretty much replenish your ammo nonstop is now dares, is your place to masterwork weapons Hmm. Um,
1: okay so at least there's like eight use for it yeah yeah you can take your gotten everything out of it technically
0: yeah if you got your catalyst for your exotic and you're trying to masterwork it go to dares of eternity and you will pretty much be blasting through it and you'll keep getting more ammo even if it's fucking heavy you'll keep getting ammo for it and you'll get that masterwork in no time it's honestly pretty great that's the when i was doing those i definitely didn't care as much that i was like grinding through dares as much just because i'm like well at least i'm getting these masterworks out of the way that's easier if anything um then there is the grasp of avarice dungeon which also gives you the gallahorn which is really cool and with the gallahorn i think you get the catalyst from doing the master version of grasp and that'll give you like i think extra i forget what it, it gives you i think the wolf pack rounds or something i don't remember anymore it, it's big guys, this is why it's been so long i was hoping to do this like in the first part for 30th anniversary but we did not unfortunately
1: yeah
0: um for grasp though the cool thing about this is it's literally a goonies dungeon they put it in the uh loot cave and you just go in there's like a hole through it and once you go through you'll find like this whole fucking cool underground layer that you're going through parts of and it's like you know part of it's the cosmodrome so you're doing like cosmodrome areas and yeah, it's
1: supposed to be like a treasure hunt or something yes
0: uh it's wilhelm the treasure of wilhelm 4 it's like a pirate treasure (laughs) it's really cool you get like all of his audio logs and it starts with like me and my crew and this is another this is another guardian. He's like, "Me and my crew are here to get the treasure." And by the end of it he's like, "Fuck all of you. This is my treasure. <laughs> I'm going to get it till I die." And then like he, you know, he ends up dying and everything else. But you go through all these different portions, there's really great stuff that are callbacks to um, just movies and whatnot. Uh, the main thing is the Goonies where it's like you're finding the pirate treasure hidden in a cave. And Then there's all these different traps. I I did
1: see one of the uh, (coughs) things they showed off in like the advertisements for this expansion. It's not exactly the expansion, but the DLC was like a skull cave looking thing.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. There's like a crystals cave. There's a whole sparrow area where it's actually pretty hard. It's like uh, I don't want to say on par, but it's like uh, in in sync with like the
1: uh, Uh, last city Oh. scourge of the oh, yeah, past what was it? that, that yeah was
0: similar. it's it's similar to scourge of the past so you're like doing that and then um there's areas where it's spike traps that'll get you you could pull the wrong lever and then all of a sudden you just get killed by a fucking bunch of spikes that pop out
1: mm-hmm.
0: and the best part about this
1: uh dungeon, Indiana Jones.
0: <laughs> yeah well actually there is a portion where you're going up a ramp and as you're getting up there it unlocks the thing and launches a giant type of barrel. that's supposed to be like a boulder down at you. And you've either uh. not far enough where you can run back out to the side, or there's little holes on the sides so you could run into really fast to avoid it. But I just remember we played it the day it came out, me and a fire team. And we're running, we kept dying to the fucking levers. And we're just like, what the fuck is happening? We're like, can we kill all these spikes? And then we get onto the ramp. And the barrel comes down when we're halfway up. And you just, I think one of our friends was in the party chat with us. And they just hear us all simultaneously, legitimately just scream. We're like, mm-hmm. ah! <laughs> it's, it's a fucking barrel coming down and we all die. And we're just like, what the fuck just happened? And it was so good. Like the design for this uh, dungeon is really, really fun. It's a really great dungeon. I liked it a lot. It's not the hardest. It's actually pretty easy. It's just like there's certain parts that are a time sink. Like there's uh, parts, uh, these little islands surrounding a giant uh, thing in the sky where the treasure is. And you have to blow holes in it. And the way you blow holes in it is you have to kill these servitors. Put them into the little portals and then launch the portal and it'll like catapult the servitor corpse into the each like wall and break that wall it's Mm. a whole fucking thing and there's little things where you collect all these little engrams and they'll blow up if the timer runs out on you and you'll basically die with them uh you have to deposit them on like a crystal thing and when you get enough it'll basically blow up in the crystal or like unlock whatever you're trying to do which is um normally the first one is just trying to get through the hole in the very beginning the second time is to damage the the first boss which is a giant ogre And the second time is damaging the fallen captain or pretty much like the the fallen captain that is guarding the treasure you have to kill. And it's all really fun. The design of it's really cool. The layout, the way it is very puzzlish, but you literally just figure it out as you go. And it's very easy to figure out. Uh, I love that dungeon. Honestly, I'd probably run it again for fun or do the the legend version just so I can get the... uh, I think you get armor with extra slots in it. uh, So it helps out a bit for kind of what you can do. Uh, So I really did appreciate that. And I didn't really work on that. So I'm like, oh, you know, I could go back and do that maybe. But overall, it's a really fun dungeon. And I think the dungeon alone and the different weapons you get from 30th anniversary, like the Galahorn and the Forerunner and whatnot, are all worth the... uh, price that's 30 bucks for this uh I, like yeah. I, I was very apprehensive and then once i saw the content in it i'm like okay this is worth it it's Same. i definitely yeah, appreciate I, what they've done with it i was like
1: 30 bucks for like extra shit like on top of the witch queen and everything like i don't know and then yeah i haven't even played the dungeon yet and even still i'm just like you know what they did obviously put like a lot of work into this especially like for the weapons and stuff so yeah it's definitely worth uh 30 30 bucks i think
0: very much so um, but I think that's all we can say for now for the 30th anniversary, and we can move on to the rest of the Witch Queen stuff we left behind, uh, starting with Void 3.0. So they did a whole new like restructuring of Void 3.0, where it looks completely different even when you look at the full tree. And they
1: basically made it exactly like Stasis.
0: Yes. Everything you've seen in Stasis, they have now for Void, where it's like you're using main attacks. You have extra grenades now to choose from. You still have That's your super nice. melee to choose from that kind of thing. And then you have what are the fragments and the aspects that you have in uh, stasis and whatnot. So you already, if you already know what stasis is, just think that for Void. And it's exactly the same. And what's really cool is each class will have their own stuff that you've already had. <laughs> now you just have all the options. But the cool thing is, you go to Ikora, and she is now a vendor for Void, and I think also now is Solar 3.0, which we probably won't talk about this time. But uh, what you can do is you go there, and all the class-restricted aspects that you would normally find, like... It was the same thing for Stasis, I think. Uh, or actually, maybe it yeah. wasn't. Like, you unlock it all. I think. Uh, I think certain aspects you would get that are only for... It was like the grenades and the Aspects. I think, no, grenades and fragments, because the aspects are like the main part, fragments I think are the smaller part. But uh, you, you'd go through there and it's you know it's locked to the class. And if you go to Ikora, Ikora, let's say if I'm a hunter, I go to Ikora, she has the grenades and the fragments that are exclusive to the Warlocks and the Titans. And I can actually buy that now for my hunter. So all the void grenades that maybe Titans and Warlocks had that you've always wanted to use as a hunter, but you couldn't, you can now use it's yeah, a really that fucking I was
1: super super fun cool
0: it gives you so much more uh customization the things that are of course still locked to a specific class are the uh melee ability which you know for a hunter yeah. for void is the smoke screen
1: and obviously supers
0: yeah and the supers themselves so like the uh night stalker bow or the uh nova bomb or the uh titan shield or dome bubble
1: i love that they added like extra melees too like the titan now just you could throw a a void shield yeah and the coolest the coolest thing i
0: think is the fact that now hunters can use devour which was a warlock Mm. thing before where you're like oh well if you're doing something just run it as a warlock because you need devour it'll give you your health back when you melee kill something or do an ability kill on someone and your health will automatically regenerate and it's like oh that's really cool But now that the hunter has it, (laughs) you don't have to worry about that at all anymore. It's like, oh, cool, I can go stealth, invis as a hunter and still devour people and get that health back at the same time. It is an amazing advantage to utilize. And it's even to the point now where as a Night Stalker using the quiver for Mobius quiver, uh, if you put on like, uh, you, you have like three shots of Mobius, it is more useful than Golden Gun uh celestial Nighthawk, which i never thought would happen uh to the point where basically we would get into the new raid and we're just fucking night stalker uh mobius quiver shooting him not even using the celestial anymore at all for boss damage or anything like that Damn. yeah that's like what it's come down to at this point or at least uh it was i don't know how it is now because i you know we'll talk about it so like i said but i really like it um i didn't really I unlocked everything I needed for Warlock and Titan, but I didn't really utilize it that much. Uh, you know, it's cool to have Devour on the Titan now too. And just having these cool little extras things is really fucking awesome. I think you could cloak too now with Warlocks and Titans if I'm correct. Uh, I'm not too sure, honestly.
1: I think there is a way for yeah. Titan. But I guess how do you I, like Void through It's literally like ever since they introduced Stasis... And there was so many more ways to customize your stasis subclasses than any of the other previous ones. It just felt like they made stasis so much more fun to use than the other classes and to just like experiment with and stuff like that. So I'm so happy that they started like doing the same types of systems for the other subclasses. My only complaint was that they didn't just do all three of them at the same time, like, but... I don't know, I'm fine with them rolling out one like it's also just to...
0: how much development time it takes to rehaul all
1: that stuff. That's and that's the other thing that like I understand that like it's probably not as easy just like, oh, just transfer all the same like abilities over to that like grid style. Like it's pro- it's absolutely not that easy. So I get it and I appreciate that they are taking their time and make it seems like they're making sure that it works before they put it out and it seems like at least so far they're putting out one like subclass upgrade per season so last season we got void this season we got solar i'm gonna assume next season we get uh arc and i just really really like the amount of customization that you have on your void subclass now and it was like i hadn't used void for anything but like raids for a long time because like bubble shield is just so useful for like damage phase and stuff like that but now like in in, like whenever i was doing pve i was it was usually either arc or or solar and now i just used soul like void for pretty much that entire season because i was just like constantly experimenting with like different combinations of like aspects and uh fragments and then like yeah when i found out that icora could sell me even more shit i was like (coughs) oh, there's more. Yep. <laughs> and yeah, and just like having ex- an extra melee for the Titan and I'm assuming the other two classes got uh, their own extra melees as well. And like, yeah, being able to use grenades that you've never been able to use before is just, there's so many more things you can do that it just, it makes it like actually worthwhile experimenting now instead of just having three set they like versions of void that you could do. Yeah.
0: And I am happy that I guess that I mean I guess I'm happy that they did what they did because, you know, the whole plan before this was to do three darkness uh elements that you would do now. Starting with stasis and then they yeah. were like, we're gonna Which bring they it back. Still do eventually, no, they but... didn't say they were gonna do it. They were just like, we're gonna push it back and prioritize Doing the 3.0 versions of the aspects radio, uh, the three like subclasses we already have. Um, I'm pretty sure, because now we're getting, you know, we're getting these all during the seasons. We weren't sure before. We're like, are we getting sort of Solar 3.0 during the next season? Are we gonna get it to the next expansion? Now that we see it's all during the season, I'm thinking, you know, we're thinking like Lightfall, we're gonna get the next darkness subclass then. Uh instead. I can see that. Yeah. So that's gonna be really cool. And then Final Shape, we'll get the third and final one. And we'll have six subclasses to go through, which will be really, really fun. But yeah, I'm excited for everything we have now to look forward to, uh, to more explore Solar now and then uh, eventually get Arc as well, which will also be really interesting too. Uh, moving on to the raid itself. Ah, oh, my God, that is one of the best raids they've ever created easily by far, or at least I would say... I like say... that
1: Rolk seems to be like talking to you through the entire time.
0: Yeah, it's really cool. And if anything, it's it's for sure the best boss fight we've ever had in a raid. Uh, but uh, the whole cool thing about this is it's just as we thought it would be. The raid takes place in that uh, downed pyramid inside of Savathun's throne world. And in it, you fight the witness's disciple, which is Rolk.
1: who yeah, is the, the first f- one.
0: Yeah, the first disciple who is actually trapped there by Savathun. He's been trying to get out for a while now. He's been like stuck there for a long time and uh, the Scorn follow him at this point. Uh, you're like, oh, they follow following the fanatic, and it's like, no, they're following Rolk right now at this point. And Rolk is part of the, I'm trying to remember what his species name is, but he is the last of his species. Uh, he, the darkness in him pretty much more or less wiped out his species, and it is just him now. And I think that's kind of what the Disciples are. Uh, certain, many of the pyramid ships apparently might have someone like this where it's like, oh, it's a disciple of the witness and it is the last person of that respective species is in command of that pyramid ship. And that one is That's super
1: interesting. Yeah.
0: I don't think it's like that for all pyramid ships considering, like, you know, we had the one. There's like a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Like we've seen the, uh, one on, uh, Europa. We've seen the one on the moon and, you know, we don't, haven't seen anything there. It's only the witch queens so far that we've actually gotten that. Um, but when you get in there, it's a really cool, like, you know, you have different phases and if you've seen it, you've seen it. Like, I don't want to like go through the play by play of this whole thing, but, uh, it's got its whole phase of like escort this ship piece that, uh, you pretty much even at public events kind of doing as well. It's a very recurring thing throughout this expansion that you'll notice. Uh, and then besides finding the score and I think think if I remember correctly you actually fight Taken as well at certain points and there is like a puzzle area where you have to go through and get um what everyone calls like the nut the or seed um the Taken orb and the shield and each one has a role what they have to do and like there'll be knights that spawn in this area and the people with the seed of like a seed laser only their seed laser can take down the knight's shield and kill the knight uh just like uh the shield is the only thing that could take out... Um, I forget what the shield can take out, honestly. I haven't actually done the raid in a little bit. But the shield also has its purpose... Oh, no, sorry. The, the shield cleanses everyone. So you can you know use the shield. It's like the same shield that's in gar- um, uh, Vault of Glass that you have to cleanse people. Oh, um, yeah. It's the same thing. So you use that, cleanse everyone uh, as they get darkness encompassing them and whatnot. And then you have the person that have, like the taken orb. They'll be like a taken blight somewhere or something similar to a blight. And you have to use the orb to pretty much take that out. And those three people have their roles. Some of them have to read puzzles and there will be like uh, symbols. There's like a whole symbol tree you have to go through to get through certain areas. And there's a full like label of all the names now. And it's like, oh, here's thirst or drink and heart and traveler and darkness and all this shit. And once everyone like, you know, figured it all out, there's like full charts and everything else that tell you it all. And I still need it <laughs> um, the picture. Sorry, guys. Like I said, the cough's still there. And talking a lot doesn't help. Um, I still need it every now and again when I'm doing the raid, doing the puzzle, if, especially if I'm watching like the symbols appear and I have to call out to a teammate to be like, hey, this is the symbol. You got to go to this room or something. Uh, look for that. Because uh, the symbols will either symbolize like uh, what you need to shoot next or hit next or go through next, like what building and whatnot, depending on the area you are in the raid. So it's very, very puzzle heavy and just deciphering and using the the different like symbols and everything else to your advantage, as well as like, you know, everything's from timing, uh, knowing what role everyone needs to have, what tools they're using when they're getting through. Like I said, with the, those three, like the, the seed and uh, orb and shield and whatnot, uh, the first boss is actually a very powerful scorn that was powered up by uh, the disciple. And it's kind of like an experimented on scorn. Who has just like um, a backpack on him? They have to like shoot the front of him and the back of him to stun him. And then it launches these crazy little, like almost like um, I guess I'd call them kind of like similar to the squiddies in the Matrix where they're just like flying things around and then they'll like come in. It's like middle, it's like cool little, like uh, I don't want to, I don't know how to describe it, like diamond shaped little pyramid things flying around that are trying to like kill you. And you have to like shoot them all when you take out the uh when you stun the boss. And uh in the meantime, like you have two people doing that. You have two people going around and trying to get the puzzles, and then two people doing ads and stuff. And it's it's a whole process you're going through. So far, I've always just volunteered being like, I'll stun the boss, I'll stun the boss, we just shoot the guy's fucking front, whatever. Um and it's like different levels of like stairs and everything. So if you get like bumped off by the boss, you're like falling down the level and then you're like oh shit i fell all the way down i have to come all the way back up and hope that i can still help out my team and i hope i don't screw them over because i'm like all the way down here well like now one person has to leave ad control and help stun the boss or something because if the boss gets too close then you're pretty much dead uh but when uh you get the damage it's very similar to the, that of callous's damage when you're fighting the robot version in the leviathan where you have to go from like uh, platform to platform. Like one will light up and then it deactivates. You go to the next one and you start shooting again. Same thing like that. Uh, so it's very similar. But it's really cool the way the boss traverses and you have to kind of stop its movement as you're going through. I think it was called the Caretaker was the Scorn's name. And then uh, eventually you get to Rolk who is... The reason why Rolk is the coolest boss is because, you know, we have fought orcs, We have fought Crota. We have fought Axis. We have fought atheon and everyone else and you know what they all do they all kind of stand still and they just kind of shoot shit at you yeah pretty much uh rolk will walk fucking walk around and chase you and he'll do like a thing where he's this giant fucking slender guy with a glaive this is where the glaive comes from that's where 17 got it 17 stole the glaive from him and gave it to you knowing you could do shit with it and also like help get our memory back with the glaive. It was all like pre-planned and shit.
1: Yeah. That's cool.
0: So the glaive is a tool of the, the dart the witness pretty much. And you actually, I think it's called Lubre something, but the Lubre I think is his species. There is an exotic glaive you can get. Um, Or no, no, sorry. There's a legendary glaive. You can, there's like five glaives in the expansion overall. There's the glaive you get from the campaign there are the three exotic glaives you get from the investigation board quest, uh, one for each class, just like the swords, kind of. And then there's a, claim, uh, a uh a glaive you get from, it's uh, just one of the weapons that drops in the raid uh, at boss layer, or at like at the boss drop. And it's basically a, ver- it's a U-sized version of the glaive that Rolk uses, because Rolk is massive and his glaive is massive. And you're just like, oh my God, but this dude's fucking walking around he'll have like a cool little arrow thing on the floor that's yellow and it points at the direction he's about to basically do like this fucking power teleport slide to. And he'll come towards you and if you're in the vicinity, you basically get blasted by him just by the proximity of being near him. And then like he'll walk over, try to kick you and all this shit. He has like fucking dance moves. It's kind of scary. Uh, I've (laughs) described it as like, uh, if you ever watched the original SpongeBob SquarePants movie where he's singing Goofy Goober, you have Patrick as a giant... G- a giant patrick but he has like uh fishnets and like heel boots on and he's like doing crazy dancing and it's like insane and that is basically roll. you are fighting a giant okay. patrick in fucking like boots and stuff with fishnets and fishnets yes mm-hmm. it is actually the same fucking thing it's insanity but uh it's really fucking cool and he'll fly around you can like stun parts of him that are like glowing yellow if I remember correctly and then you could stun the glaive too but the thing is like you know if you stun that there, there's like a whole puzzle it's like a layer to get to him he has like a whole thing where he shoots lasers at you and you have to like solve certain parts of these layers of like this uh kind of just like a, a a full platform you're going through and once you solve that then you get up there with them where you're doing all this shit trying to dodge him and he's dancing around you and doing the fucking moves and breaking it down on you and trying to break you down while he's breaking down uh it really is just a dance battle and you're just like oh fuck uh once you get damaged bro it's like oh damage phase is here and here's the issue damage phase is you know everyone's shooting him at once he's still moving around he's still trying to fucking kill you so everyone's like ah shoot him shoot him shoot him run away shoot him shoot him run away and it's fantastic it is the most insane boss fight we've ever had and it's like okay I, they finally figured it out like you could feel each expansion bungie is figuring out how to develop this better how to make this game better how to have better utilization of certain aspects like the bosses like the fights like um fucking void and other subclasses and things like that where they're fixing things and adjusting and all that other stuff and it really really is actually working and i for when i've said it this is the best expansion we've ever gotten this is the best at least boss fight in a raid we've ever gotten because i think it is probably the best raid we've gotten before um i think the closest to this is maybe wrath of the machine maybe um in terms of just like sheer awesomeness just because i love i love king's fall but i also know king's fall also sucks at times too and it's just kind of obnoxious at the same time very very long yeah which we're going to be getting that i think like next season so get ready for that guys it's coming very soon oh my god you know it's not crota and it's not accident Ax- it's not wrath you're getting we're getting fucking king's fall that is coming next
1: um It'd be, it would actually be hilarious if they brought back uh fall of crota but literally as a strike
0: <laughs> i really think honestly crota could be a good dungeon, a six-man dungeon just make that a six they could do that
1: dungeon. yeah um,
0: but honestly at the same time there's so many versions of just fighting crota you have crota in dares of eternity you actually have three quotas in dares yeah. of eternity you have crota in the nightmare hunts you like there yep. he's just everywhere crota you can't get rid of Kroda, like you can't get rid of fucking Tanix. who's just like hey guys i'm back it's me Tanix. and it's like dude you've died like four times whereas crota at least they they bring back but you know crota's already dead Tanix literally won't die. Like he actually keeps coming back to fuck with you more and more and more. Dude,
1: I so badly want Tanix to get like a ghost. Oh, oh my god, that's what I've been <laughs> That'd saying. That'd be so like, funny. Hey,
0: uh, fucking Sabathoon's like my best guardian. Tanix, <laughs> he will just be like, oh no, it's Tanix again. He's...
1: Oh, but even funnier, like he won't remember anything either.
0: Oh god, that would be fucking. Hilarious. So
1: like, you pull your gun out, and he'll be like, whoa, whoa, what's going
0: on, guys? It's me, Tanix. <laughs> No, that's so fucking stupid. Oh my God. Yeah, so uh, the raid itself is fucking awesome. It's got, uh, the exotic is a pulse rifle, which uh, I guess we could talk about really fast right now. It's an okay pulse rifle. It's like nothing crazy, but it's called the uh, Collective Obligation. And you know how exotic drops are for raids? They're hard to get, and people will spend
1: many, 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 ra- many, many runs rounds trying to get
0: it i got it the first round yeah and i'm like guys is this the exotic and then they're like you motherfucker and i'm like oh i think i got the exotic like, oh was this something you wanted is this the, is this the hard thing <laughs> it was just like why did you get it in the first try and i'm like wow this is so much easier than eyes of tomorrow and deep stone crypt i'll tell you guys <laughs> oh my god oh god it was so funny and the funny thing was i never used that pulse rifle uh it, it's fine it's not the best pulse rifle i'll tell you right now it but it's it's okay it, it i honestly don't even remember that much about it but that, that at least crosses one more exotic we don't have to talk about but the rest of the raid it's you know overall this raid is really fun like i said it, i think it's the best raid in terms of design and Sorry about that guys, if there's a weird little pause there uh, we did uh, <laughs> then we ran out of disk space for a second for the zoom recording uh, but continuing hopefully that should look fine though on the uh, I just remembered for the YouTube video which means that's gonna be a fun edit of two uh, video files I'll have to do then for that. It should be hard it's just like connecting them, whatever uh, what we were talking about though was the uh, I think the raid still yeah, I think um, you
1: moved on to the exotic from the raid. Yeah, no, I talked about that
0: already. Yeah. I think we were just uh nah, it's fine. It, it's yeah. So we we finished really talking about the raid itself. Uh there is another activity though called preservation which also happens in the raid, which uh I guess one last thing actually about the raid I just remembered. Uh you will also see a giant worm in there which is really fucking cool. Yeah. And it's actually the mother of the five worm gods. Not one of the five worm gods, but their mother. And Rolk's just like, yeah, I'm using you as a power source and Yeah, shit. that's
1: the most insane shit to find out in the lore that, like, Rolk and the Witness basically, like, found and used the the giant worm. I think her name was
0: Scylla. I don't remember, though.
1: Yeah, and, like, made a pact with, like, the mother of the worms to be like, hey, we can protect your babies. Just make a pact with us forever and ever. <laughs> yeah, is- I mean,
0: Rolk basically beats the shit out of the worm and does this and... She has the five kids, and then they use the five kids to their advantage. Yeah. Uh, And then, like, that's how they plan to use... That's how, you know, we saw that whole thing of, like, we will trick Savathun and uh, Sathona, and she'll do all that shit. Yeah. So, it was, like, a really cool reveal for that, where it's, like, oh, here's the mother. It's, like, a whole... You have the the three sisters then you have the five worm gods then you have this worm god that's the mother and then you have rolk and the witness and you're just like
1: the fact that like oh my and her sisters were tricked and that like the hive yeah is like not even a major villain technically they're like the foot soldiers of yeah, the, the main bad guy they're yeah. the puppets
0: it's a whole fucking thing it's crazy
1: uh shit's getting serious now boys
0: (laughs) yeah and uh preservation is you're running through pretty much part of the raid area and what it does is it gives you you know the pinnacle and everything else but you're going through it and kind of just not really puzzle solving or anything it's just a fun run through and you can get all the collectibles of like hearing rolk talk and just talk about everything and you also can do this in the raid that's the cool thing because it's the same location you can kind of figure out how you want to do everything which the raid also is a puzzle that uh you have to like be in this room with all the symbols and shoot certain things melee certain things even potentially grenade certain things to um unlock more lore and you can do like one per run i think and it's like a whole thing but i think there's like 10 in all i want to say it's like five in the second area where you just find them lying around and then five each one is like a puzzle so it takes you like five runs to get them all and whatnot um i still actually am missing like three i think i want to say i've gotten like two of the puzzle and then the five in that second half but preservation is like this easy ass thing it's just long because that whole like oh travel in the little like transport ship thing that's like floating above the ground you have to do that whole thing from the raid, but you're basically like running either solo or like trio uh, as a fire team or something going through that, and it just it's it just takes some time, but it's an easy thing you just run through. Uh, next up though uh, is the investigation board, which is a whole set of like just to do list
1: missions. Uh, did you end up finishing it? I think I I was last working on the like very last thing which was like you need to attune a certain amount of weapons and i think i'm like really really close to it but i still haven't finished it
0: yeah some of them you can do at the same time but some are like oh sheep weapons some are like oh go hunt uh scorn specific scorn for something in like this specific area in the uh witch queen area and when you finish all of them it ends with an exotic mission that you do if i remember correctly where you get a glaive depending on your hunter class, like what class you are. And if I'm like a hunter, I get a specific glaive that it's, I can't remember which one it was. I think it was the uh, edge of concurrence, which is really cool. And each glaive is different, just like the swords are like quick fang and crown splitter and all those ones. Uh, But these are exotic glaives. And uh, I don't know if this is true or not, but I think either you have to do investigation board with every single character Or all three characters to get all three glaives, because, you know, one is for Titan, one is for Warlock and stuff. Yeah. Or, I can't remember if this is true, but if you unlock it with one character, the other two are actually a lot easier to get. I just don't remember the alternative way that you can do to get them, so you don't have to do all of the investigation board quests again on another character. Because it does take a good amount of time. But it's also one of those things where...
1: The only thing you're doing maybe the last one would be easiest to do because like i think the are the weapons attuned account wide your weapons yeah yeah okay then you would you basically wouldn't have to do that one which is the one that takes the longest maybe
0: uh i don't know if that'll work i'm not sure like i said i haven't i haven't tested it i haven't tried with like warlock or titan yet to see uh, if it automatically crosses over or not. But, right. Uh, at least with my Hunter, I got it done. The Glaive is cool. It, it actually works really well. Um, I think, you know, it's just like with the swords, certain Glaives are better than others. I don't remember if the Hunter one is supposed to be the best one or not. But uh, I do know people try to get whichever one they can. And I think the Glaives are still locked to whatever class they come out of. So, like, the Hunter Glaive only works with the Hunter and whatnot and vice versa oh, with weird. Warlock and Titan. <laughs> I mean that's how it was is with the swords you can't use quick fang with a tiny war- warlock just like you can't use crown splitter with a hunter and things mm. like that um but overall i i do like the investigation board mission uh it's a fun time and everything else and i don't remember i think we talked about the we did talk about the uh wormy mission last time i believe we talked about parasite yeah we did and whatnot. so we we don't have to talk about that exotic but we can kind of just like run through the exotics real fast besides that um and the only other ones I think we've talked about parasite we've talked about collective obligation which is the raid weapon um we've talked about uh the three glaives uh the only two I think are are actually three are Dest- dead messenger um which is a whole quest line as well the cool thing with that one it's a this is the seasonal exotic so uh this is what you get from the season of the risen and it is a you know how you fight the cabal um colossus and it has the giant chain gun Mm -hmm. and it also shoots missiles yeah at you this is that gun just a smaller version so you just start shooting it's like you're kind of like... It's kind of like um, Sweet Business a bit where it takes a second to load up and then all of a sudden you start firing and it's a machine gun, but it's like
1: boom, boom, oh, boom, boom. yeah. Not and when you this. build
0: up enough kills and stuff, with like Dude, kind of if like you get a stack credit. of
1: 20 of those rockets, it does so much Yeah, damage.
0: it shoots all those rockets out. So it's a really cool way they've been like kind of starting to do now where they're like, oh, hey, we're going to turn certain like enemy weapons into Guardian-sized versions and you can utilize those. And Grand Overture is a really fucking cool way they've uh or is it no it's grand overture sorry the machine gun Mm. uh that's the season of the risen one there's also dead messenger which i don't remember that's a grenade launcher i don't remember what the quest entails for that that you have to do for that one but uh there's a whole quest for it uh dead messenger is a cool grenade launcher uh i don't remember anything specific about it that was like really worth talking about but grand overture like i said that machine gun is really fucking cool that you can do it like a colossus and then there's uh, osteostriga, which is kind of like the season pass unlock weapon. Yeah, you, you it's get. like
1: a homing poison submachine gun.
0: Yes, it's like uh, if Thorn had a whole. There's actually a whole bunch of lore where Striga is actually made by. I think she was. It was made by a, a tower scientist who is researching Thorn and succumbed to Thorn's darkness, and she mm. went insane and mm. then created Striga. Um, but yeah, is like the Thorn's little sister that's fucking insane also. And that is a really awesome SMG. Uh, the catalyst you get from... You masterwork it by getting like uh, the Striga to a certain level. And when you reshape it, that reshaping it and getting the, the correct stuff is how you make the masterwork for the gun. Uh, which I do like that instead of having to go through like, oh, kill all these things... Instead of having to do all that, <laughs> all you got to do is reshape it, and yeah, then that's not too bad. The masterwork is unlocked. That I, I really like that aspect, um, and it
1: gives you an ex- sure. like a reason to use the gun for a while to level it up, so that you can reshape it. Even then, that gun is honestly it's just so useful. fun to use after. Yeah. yeah,
0: and it's great in PVE. It's great in PvP. Like you can kill people in like, the fact with that. that, it that has... No problem.
1: The fact that it has homing poison shots and I think if you get enough shots on someone, they explode in poison hitting other things around them. Like it makes it so useful for PVE. Yeah, very much so. Um, there's other weapons,
0: you know, in this uh, season or expansion and everything else. But I think the ones that I really liked were probably uh, the bow that came with Season of the Risen. Um. There were multiple auto rifles. They had SMGs, everything else. Uh, I'm just trying to remember the key ones that I really like, just like enjoyed a lot. Um, honestly, I think it was the bow, though. The uh, Risen bow is really cool. Uh, and the whole thing, too, is like you have to shape the seasonal weapons, too, besides just the uh, uh, expansion ones. And the yeah. seasonal ones, like you at least get like a weekly, free, attuned one. So you can get closer to shaping it. Uh, you just need to make sure you do the activity, I think, or do like playlist stuff to get like kind of like the currency build up. But I'm pretty sure you get it from going through the chests of the uh, Psyop Legends, uh, which I guess we'll talk about now. The last thing we got here is which you see how we blasted through that. We were already an hour in and, only an hour in. Yeah. And we pretty much finished all the Witch Queen stuff plus 30th anniversary. But that's also, like I said. We don't have Andreas with us, and he only he always brings up really good talking points too. Uh so that is a, a minus, but you know, whatever. Uh, if anything, too, we might have a shorter episode today unless we want to add more stuff onto it, but we'll see what happens really there. Um Season of the Risen, though. Uh it was really cool. I think it was also very short compared to other seasons at the same time. It was probably it a sort of season. Like it was like six weeks worth of story or something like that and then the rest is just kind of like well that's it enjoy the rest of the expansion yeah, season like, and uh whatever
1: i think one of the reasons why we held off on talking about it last time was because we weren't sure if there would be like one last, A longer time yeah or like one last thing at the end of the season and there just wasn't yes so uh, which is why i was so prepared
0: i'm like oh, part two, we can do Season of the Risen. Like, that's for sure going to be in the part two portion and we'll end with it. And then, yeah, it was only six weeks long. And we're like, all right, I guess that's it. Because I think when you look at the seasonal challenges, there's 10 weeks worth. And the seasons themselves are usually around 12 weeks. So, like, you kind of get, like, two extra weeks to do mop-up and whatnot. And I think we're on, like, week eight now in this season. Um. Yeah, James. Yeah, I need yeah. to get back at it. Yeah, <clears throat> you gotta I stop won't. playing like, I don't in you. stuff. I don't <laughs> believe in you. <laughs> you gotta prove it to me. Prove me wrong. Show me you could do stuff in Destiny. Yeah. <laughs> or I have to drag you out and be like, "Hey, let's play this." I think we've done one hunt night so far.
1: Yeah. No. This like I meant I want I want to get back to playing hunt, but like this last week in particular has just been like super exhausting. So like every mm. every day at the end of the day, I was like should i reach out to play hunts like no i'll just watch like one episode of something and then i just out. see you
0: all the time just playing cyberpunk i always on I i've been always, trying to like, chip away like, at it like on I, steam it's like playing cyberpunk i'm like i'm right here i'm dude, right i got <laughs> it
1: literally took me like a week to get through like the maybe two hour intro of that game i still haven't you know,
0: I'll, I'll play that game eventually yeah. i still gotta play outer worlds and some other shit um yeah so season of the risen uh it's pretty much like concurrent with witch queen where oh you have ikora and eris and them doing all this stuff with savathun and at the same time there's the uh risen basically savathun's people outside of her throne world that are doing shit and that's where zavala kaidal crow and saladin come in and they're like oh we'll take care of this and you're pretty much having to go through the edz uh cosmodrome and the Moon. Uh, in three areas and capture the lucent brood for one of kytle's scions to kind of like interrogate and the story gets crazy where i think it's like pretty much six weeks three weeks of like go to one of each of these places and then three weeks of go to these places again but now it's the legend version of that activity which is called psyops battlegrounds And if you guys remember, you know, during season of The Chosen, you had Battlegrounds and it's like, oh shit, it's like long ass strikes that you're getting exhausted from doing over and over. And now they're in the strike playlist and you're like, fuck. But PSYOPs versions are shorter. It feels much more um, story oriented as well. It just feels better too. And it's crazy because you're fighting like the boss and then the boss will run away at the end, uh, which the boss is, you know, one of the three like. Lucent Brood, it's like the first one I think is the um, I think the the Hunter one and it's like the Hunter Acolyte and then it's gonna be the Hive Knight um, or the Knight Titan and then the Warlock's Witch uh, that you have to go through and the Warlock Witch I think is the last one but uh, as you're going through it all like you're hearing Crow kind of question what we're doing uh, because of like oh this is right or wrong like in basically putting these lucent brood into like kind of like a stasis and having the scion go into their minds and kind of like go through everything. And it like results in like, you know, crow killing the scion. Um, yeah.
1: Like accidentally,
0: but he literally, by accident, like, yeah. he's like,
1: well, I just wanted to turn off the machine. I didn't think it would kill him.
0: <laughs> yeah. He just really wasn't thinking. Right. And then like, you know, this is right after all that shit from season of the chosen, where he finds out he's also older. And yeah. uh, he's like really not dealing with that. Like guilt. Well, yeah. And Kettle being like, "Yo, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna kill you." And Saladin being like, "Take my life instead." And she basically makes him instead a, uh, a, um, what do you call a val- it? Um, valus? No, uh, it a valus. Pri- right. No, it was a primus or something.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like he's basically now Saladin is like one of Kaidal. Now he's generals. a
0: valus. He like basically already worked his way up. He's right. uh He ends up. Be- Saladin is now serving Kaidal.
1: I love and- how there's like a audio log where he's apparently doing like an iron banner for the cabal now.
0: Yes. Uh, the cabal of an iron banner, he's risen in the ranks and it's like a whole thing. And it's interesting. Cause we basically have like an ambassador of sorts, uh, with the cabal now within. And yeah. it's kind of what Kyle always wanted the whole thing of like, I want Zavala in my war cancel. Now she has Saladin in War cancel and like Saladin's the guy that taught Zavala. So it's like a whole thing there. And it's interesting. Cause you also see Saladin's overall, story come to a head where at first you're like oh you're just an old guy that doesn't know what he's doing and then you're
1: like oh he was right he's very experienced and you know yeah dude the the holy shit the animated cutscene of like him d- explaining to crow why like letting like get, letting something slide now could be disastrous in the future and it's like he tells the story about like that one villager that he saved or whatever and then she came back and became like an even worse warlord than the people that he murdered to save her. And, and his name, though, too. like Yeah, and that Wolf too. Valiant. And she was like, I am an Iron Lord, just like you. And like, no, no.
0: <laughs> it's actually kind of like the Batman where it's like, who are you? I'm Vengeance. And he's like, yeah. oh, fuck. It, it was like that whole thing. But uh, overall, like the story was very short. I wasn't expecting that, but it was cool. It had progress. And I liked, like, like, kind of what it tells especially and i think it's okay to have the season story shorter if it's in the expansion season like if they're sharing the same season then i get it uh if it's not then i'm like whoa what's going on because i don't know if like how long the season of the haunted is currently um i want to i'll find out soon enough because i'm only like i think two weeks in or whatever but um otherwise the activity South's battlegrounds i think is really cool uh you're going through multiple areas they're talking to you as you're going through it it's kind of like the same thing as the last few seasons where each activity you hear certain perspectives talking about what's going on and it even like progresses like even when the story ends and um in like the six weeks are done if you go back and keep playing You'll get different audio that takes place afterwards. And it's Saladin already as Keitel's like uh, war council people. And it's really cool how like that all just gets talked about. And I really do like how those in activity dialogues will evolve over time. And you'll still get the older ones and then you'll get the newer ones. And you can kind of already like you pretty much figure it out on your own. You're like, oh, this is taking place before this happens. Or this takes place after everything already is done. And, yeah, it's just really enjoyable with that. Um, anything else with Season of the Risen? I'm trying to think if there's other shit with it besides that activity. I don't think there was, but the weapons, like I said, are really cool. Um, they're all pretty much kidal themed. Like, they're all blue, like the Cabal yeah. Blue that we have. Um, talked about the exotic already for it. But, yeah, it's cool. And I will say this is actually the best part, is when you're going through uh, the EDZ Cosmodrome and the moon they really change it like they actually change the layouts of everything and really add stuff in it's like oh there's dead guardians in the edz that the lucent brood <laughs> drained their light of and stuff there's uh cool little areas that we've actually haven't seen or, or redesigned for it and there's extra decor and shit that you're like oh my god this is really fucking cool when you're going through so they really did a cool thing of like do these designs of these areas that it's like, oh, cool, we're going to get this, but only for this year, for the remainder of this expansion. And I do appreciate that they did that. And I really like the layout of it. And it is something I'm going to keep playing because I haven't finished shaping all of the um, uh, Risen weapons. And because right. of that, I need to get more stuff for those weekly free attuned versions, but also uh, doing that activities where you get the drops. Um, you have to, you also have to check to see what week it is because like, depending on the week will determine which drops are coming out potentially that you can receive. Uh, so, you know, that way you're not wasting time and trying to get a weapon you already have, uh, pretty much shaped and you're just getting attunements of that now. And you're like, well, I didn't need this really, but okay, great. Uh, I think there's six weapons in total. Uh, I want to say I've shaped probably two of them so far. Um, and I'm close to like shaping the rest, unless seeing, like one to two of each, uh, potentially or something like that. But, uh, yeah, it's a whole process, but once you get it down, it's cool. Uh, and I think that's everything I want to say, honestly. Uh, and I guess moving kind of into what we're doing now. Um, yeah, James, have you played any of us uh, the current season, which is called season of the haunted?
1: Have you played it? no i'll get to it probably yeah probably instead of getting into more hunts this week i I should probably play some uh destiny <laughs> <More hunt. laughs> you haven't done any... i know no no, no. Like, like i, think I said you mean i mean
0: probably instead of playing cyberpunk and all these other
1: games yeah <laughs> i think like the, the reason why this last week i played like literally 10 to 20 minutes of cyberpunk a night was just because i could wait that's all you got to play yeah, I'll do, like, this oh, last Jesus. week has been, like, fucking nuts. So... Okay. Or, I don't know, unless... I have also been, like, not going to bed when I should, so I've been, like, sleep-deprived. So maybe I've been playing, like, half an hour to an hour of Cyberpunk and just, like, I shouldn't be. But Ooh. I got you. Uh It's one of those things where I'm like, uh, if I play Hunt, that's gonna be, like, at least a couple 15- to 20-minute games. But, like... I don't know. For whatever reason, it's like when I don't have a lot of time, I'm just like, I'd rather play something for like single player that I could just stop at any time. Yeah. But hopefully this next week will be not as crazy. And either I can play a little bit of Hunt or like I just said, I should probably get onto Destiny before the season ends. Yes. Yeah. Uh, So for me,
0: uh, I have gotten, I want to say, two weeks worth into the story of Season of the Haunted. I won't really talk about it yet, but it's pretty fucking interesting. Uh, there's a whole new area because the, the Leviathan is basically back to a oh. certain extent. Interesting. Um, I won't say any more of that because of all the shit. But there's basically um, there's like a public event stuff. There's like not really a new group activity. There's just like public events in this new location there's a dungeon that i actually haven't really gone through myself i i did once but we never finished it because it was near the beginning of the season and uh i need to still go through it and then also apparently yeah now do the fucking legendary version or whatever um and then there's story specific missions that you do now that are i think you could do trio or like i'm saying because i've played so much fucking hunt i'm not saying fire team anymore practically and it's like destroyed my destiny vocabulary at this point but um it it seems like a cool season i think a lot of people though don't like certain aspects of the new location but the story is really cool from what Mm. i've heard uh i personally the reason i haven't done more than just two weeks worth of story and like kind of trying to get through i've been slowly starting to do the seasonal challenges like oh go to the moon and kill people with this type of weapon but also do public events and stuff and same thing with the throne world and whatnot uh is i think i put so much time into season of the lost and especially also the witch queen and which i didn't even finish everything in the witch queen like all the random side stuff lore and whatnot i'm still missing shaping weapons and stuff for both the season and the expansion from that time uh, but I, for the, like, I think it all finally added up, especially getting all the, like, um, guildings and seals and triumphs and everything. I destined myself out. I was fatigued and I still am to an extent where I'm like, I, I just, I'm, I'm tired. I need a break. And I told my clan, I told everyone, um, and I'm trying to get back into it now, but I'm basically like, I'm not going to do gildings for a while. I'm going to keep that away and just work on other stuff. That way I can also get back to my backlog and everything else. Yeah. Uh, Because honestly, the gildings are the biggest thing that'll be a time sink. Uh, Whereas I'm like, I can do everything that I'd get my money's worth from the season pass, which is basically, okay, do your season pass tree, do the seasonal challenges for all those rewards, do the story and stuff, get all the weapons and everything else you'd get from the season and everything else. Like I'll do the seals. But I just won't do the gildings for the repeat right. the repeatable gildings and whatnot. Um, otherwise, uh, the reason I haven't really been playing much is because I've been playing a fuck ton of Hunt with people that are on a lot more than I expected. And also Cycle the Frontier, which is a Tarkov-like game that feels like it's like if Hunt and Tarkov had a baby. Uh, it's the Cycle Frontier. And I will actually be talking about that at a certain point. I would say in the next probably couple months. Uh, I'll, I'll have a bunch to say that'll be like a, a main topic for the show for sure uh but it'll be like cool we have a game to talk about besides just a bunch of fucking movies and shows nonstop. uh but these two games hunt and cycle have been taking it's funny because it's like oh destiny is the reason i have a backlog and now i'm like well hunt and reason are the thing or hunt and cycle are the reasons i'm not playing destiny which is also why i'm not playing my backlog because of none of these, there's so many no layers. these yeah there's an an extra layer now and i'm just like i need to stop playing these solo and only play those with other people so i can get back to destiny so i can get back to playing like yeah. i was gonna play injustice 2 next i was so excited to just like have two little games of Injustice 2 and Mortal Kombat campaigns to be like, cool, I did these two in a week, I'm done. On to, like, fucking uh, Until Dawn and, like, Outer Worlds and stuff. That's all I want is, like, three little games done. And I'm like, I can't stop playing these multiplayer-oriented games that have no endpoint at all. You just keep playing and keep playing and keep playing. The worst part is, guys, well, one, I have to teach James Hunt. But two, there is a Hunt... (laughs) fucking event that's going to basically start near the end of the month on like the 26th or something so i'm just like oh this is the one thing i didn't want to happen because once that event starts i won't even be playing cycle i'll just be playing hunt trying to knock out that fucking like the the hunt events are crazy because like you know you have a season pass in destiny you have a season pass in cycle you have a season pass in call of duty or whatever Mm -hmm. and apex and fortnite whatever all those games hunt doesn't have a season pass but when its event comes up the event is basically a season pass during that little event there's that full season pass tree that you have to fill out in like four weeks or less or something it's usually like a month-long event and you're like okay well time to grind in that little month for uh that entire (laughs) fucking tree and uh it is it is a lot yeah so that's uh kind of what's been going on at least with all the games and shit and why, uh, you know, we'll talk about season of the haunted in due time, and maybe James will have opinions on grasp of avarice and duality and Valid uh, of the disciple. Uh, you, because you've <laughs> you've at least done deep stone, and deep stone crypt and vault of glass, right? No. What what raids for this fucking game have you done? Like literally the old ones that aren't there anymore. Oh
1: wait you haven't even
0: done garden of salvation
1: no i did do that one a while ago but i never finished it <laughs> that was the one where like i i did lfg for that one and it was like literally one of the worst experiences i've ever it was one of the worst experiences i've ever had with a group and i was just like uh i'll go back to that later <laughs> i just never did
0: it what's horrible is the fact that i'm like oh you know what i can get my clan to help you and we can all jump in and do these raids At the same time, you, me, and Andreas said we would go play and show you Grasp of Avarice. Yeah. And that never happened because we're here three months later and we never did that and you still haven't played Grasp either. And I'm just like, oh my God, there's so... Nah,
1: I need to stop trying to like... This is not going to sound stupid, but I need to stop trying to play other games and just like dedicate myself to Destiny again for a bit just to like at least play these things. Yeah, it's it's a fun whole thing. But um, I think
0: that's yeah that's everything really um it's right. a whole update uh we won't do any backlog stuff today just because this is so game-centric that we don't really need to, to throw in something else um but next we do have at least one week planned out uh next week will be the marvel week again- another marvel episode
1: <laughs> yay uh we will There's have so much marvel stuff happening all the time now yeah
0: and i you know i've already hammered it down there's, there's no escape unless they bow out at the last minute. I don't know. Hmm. But uh, Ryan from Across the Bifrost and also Brandon from Apollo City Comics, the uh, one that's on sidewatch with me, are both going to come on and all four of us are going to talk about Thor Love and Thunder and Ms. Marvel. And I think there's going to be a lot to talk about because not only are we going to talk about these, the movie and show, and like we normally do with these Disney Plus Marvel shows and Marvel movies and whatnot, but I do want to get a little deeper now and ask certain questions like uh, the format, the style of six episodes for a Disney Plus show. Kind of get into the format of how these movies are doing, how these Marvel shows are doing. Uh, since we have these extra people here. So it's going to get kind of deeper in that sense. So for sure, only expect those two things. I doubt we'll talk news or anything else. It's just going to be that stuff. Um, and if we can, I haven't asked everyone yet. I'm still trying to get things hammered down the week after that potentially potentially uh could be our anime episode where we're going to talk spike's family can't communicate, communicate and maybe ranking of kings but i have my friend chris schneider who should be able to come on uh i've been wanting to have him on uh basically because andreas won't be on we'll have chris and chris is uh, one of Andreas and i's uh, respective uh i guess yeah one of our respective friends so uh, he'll be on and I'm trying to see if Momo can because she also has a wedding coming up very soon in like less than two months. So I want to see if she still has time to come on to this or if it's like a, a no-go. Because, uh, yeah, that's a whole thing. And I have to actually get ready for that wedding too because I need to find out some things. But, uh, yeah, so those are the next few episodes we've got. Um, like I said, though, besides that, we'll have a Disney episode with like four Disney movies in that. Uh, I'll talk Cycle Frontier. And once i get those fighting games done we can talk about those um and we have other shows coming up now that are going on westworld's happening right now uh, uh what we do in the shadows is back um primal is actually about to back be back season two of primal which i'm really excited about the genny Taranovsky uh animated like caveman and dinosaur show that's really fucking awesome Damn. um
1: i love that show i can't wait for more yeah
0: that's gonna be really fucking cool and i figure you know what we could probably talk about it i haven't watched it yet i don't know if you started it but the netflix resident evil uh <sighs> show yeah i've
1: heard terrible shit so far i know
0: i, I want to check it out though because of the cast itself at least is like good yeah, i heard... love lance reddick I'll, yeah so i'll
1: give it a shot for him but yeah
0: uh... i'm imagining it's probably like eight episodes or six or something but we'll see um we'll knock it out soon enough but uh yeah we've got Still a ton to talk about and still a backlog to get through. So there's there's still tons to get through there. And yeah. hopefully I'll make some progress on other things this week to uh, have for us like TikTok and whatnot. But uh, no promises, but I think I can get some of that done. And you'll start seeing that churn out this week, potentially. Um, now that less chaotic things are happening. No COVID, no more travel. Yeah, um, Kind of settling back in and whatnot and getting back to, back to the desk, back to the computer, getting shit done again. Not Hunt, but actual other shit. That's not games. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay, guys. Uh, if you want to follow us, you can. On uh, Twitter, Instagram, uh, TikTok, at Sutra Side Talk. If you are uh, listening to this on whatever platform, if you can subscribe, that would be fantastic. Uh, if it's Apple Podcasts, give us five stars. That would really help us out. Uh, if it's Spotify, if you can rate us. And if it is YouTube, give us a like besides subscribing. That'll help us out a lot. And also, uh, you could follow James at InvaderJim124, and you could follow me at uh both on Twitter. And uh, we will catch you guys next week with a bunch of Marvel shit, and we'll see how that, uh, how much fun that's going to be. So long. Thanks for listening.